Skywalker was a piece of shit. It really was for about 5,000 reasons. And we're giving it so much of our attention and energy. <laughs> we can't stop. We're going to talk about how it wasn't just another Star Wars movie. There's a lot of very important themes in the movie that really need to be looked at and discussed because there are deep layers of things going on that not everyone's aware of. But it's like they start the themes but and then, then they set them on fire. Yeah. And so, then they laugh at you. Spoiler, if you haven't actually seen it, you might not want to watch this episode. But if you don't care about watching it because it's a bad movie. It's a bad it's a bad movie. I think like, it's, I think it's hard to say that it's a bad movie because there are some good things in it, but they did let us down drastically. This is kind of a bonus secret special edition episode. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Gaia and Sarah Save the World. As you can see, we are Kylo Ren. We are Kylo Ren. Uh, we are not Gaia and Sarah today. We are Kylo This is Ren. Kylo and Kylo Save the World. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is Kylo Kylo Blow Up Your World. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker because we still can't stop talking about it. <laughs> And it's we, been a month. We can't make another episode until we just get this out of our system. We have to purge Star Wars. Yes. So this isn't just about being a Star Wars fan. It's about the deep layers of themes that were present in the last episode. Some of which are actually written into the movie and some of which... We wanted it to be in the movie. And some of which were written the fuck out of the movie. Right. Either way, if you're a fan of Star Wars or not, this is still a good episode to watch because we're going to talk about relationship dynamics, psychology, spirituality, misogyny, mm -hmm. you know, all the big topics. Space grandfathers. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully you'll still enjoy it because there's some deep shit behind it. So spoilers. We're going to spoil the whole movie starting like now. Yes. If you haven't seen it, stop now. Unless you don't care, then just continue. Pause it. Come back after you've watched it. I honestly wish that I knew how it ended before I saw it. I don't think I would have believed. I wouldn't have either. I would have been like, this Actually, is it leaked. Like, people did know the leaks and they were just like, hopefully the leaks are wrong and then the leaks were all true. So, real quick, do you like our scars because Sarah did them. I made them. With all liquid lipstick and eyeshadows. Like she doesn't yeah. even do special effects makeup and she did this. So comment below if she should fucking start special effects makeup. You'll let me know here. if comment. I should change my whole career. Yes. <laughs> Let's start with our background with Star Wars movies. Yeah, I remember being introduced to Star Wars by my dad in like elementary school. And I think I was like one of the first people in my grade who watched Star Wars and I wanted mm -hmm. to talk about it all the time yep. and no one else was a nerd. That's what I remember. Yep. I was obsessed though, especially with Han Solo and Darth Vader. Of course. Yeah. That's pretty similar to mine. I remember being, I want to say six and seeing it with my family. Um, and falling madly in love at six mm -hmm. um, with Darth Vader. And that was so telling for what the rest of my life was to become. I took like 
uh, construction paper and tried to build myself a lightsaber. That's amazing. Into red markers and colored wow. them. I, I used to try to have the force. I literally thought that I did have the force, and I'm not joking when I say I still think that I do. So I was super pumped when The Force Awakens came out, and I had no idea I was going to be completely caught off guard by Kylo Ren and Rey being obviously destined to be together, um, even from The Force Awakens. Oh like, yeah. Second one of them being yeah. near each other. I was like, yep, yep. yes, because you yes. can see the polar opposites, but like the underlying soul tie between yeah. them. Yeah, and I thought it was so cool when Kylo is like, I guess there's spoilers for every Star Wars ever in this, so if you've yeah. seen zero Star Wars movies, watch them all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't have to watch the prequels, but... Um, you, don't, you really don't. Don't watch them. Um, but no, when Kylo is like talking to Vader's helmet and he's like, I can still feel it, so pull to the light side, I was like, this is the coolest shit ever. Yep. Like, because that would be me. I'd be like, I'm trying so hard to be evil, Grandpa. Oh my God. But I just want to be good. Like, uh -huh. that's so cool. And I just loved him because I feel like he was such a, like, modern take on what Darth Vader would be like as a yeah. young adult in, like, our era. Of yeah. How he would be represented. Right. Um, and a lot of people gave um, Adam Driver's character a lot of shit for being emo or whatever, as if men aren't constantly walking around like right. balls of rage punching shit. I'm sorry, like, have you ever met a man? Have you been a man? Like, or met a man? I'm sorry, because. that's what they're actually like. I loved his character so... Honestly, I'm just gonna be real, the whole reason I was even into the most recent ones is because of Kylo Ren. He, like, took it to another level. Like, otherwise, I was like, alright, fun Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. It was really cheesy. There were scenes in it that I was like, those were dumb scenes. Yeah. But I was like, but Kylo Ren, like, took it to another level. Like, I, I, I've said multiple times, he's the most interesting Star Wars character, and we get to see some of the best acting that's ever existed in Star Wars. Or maybe, like, the only good acting yeah. that has ever existed in Star Wars. It's really questionable when you go back and revisit, like, the old movies, because yeah. then you're like... Oh, um... Well, like, George Lucas, like, famously cannot direct actors. Like, he can't write dialogue or direct actors. So it was really cool to see Star Wars with, like, great acting. I don't know. He's just such a relatable character. And then yes. Rey is relatable, too, because she's just like, I don't know what's going on. I just got kind of dropped into this. Like, yeah. it's cool. So you're kind of uh, along for the ride with her. And I like that they had, like, a woman at, like, the forefront of Yes. Finally... Um, yeah, and I love just the potential, like, Rey could go dark and Kylo could go light, like, they could trade yes. places. Like, I, I remember speculating early on that that is what it would build up to, that she would be the ultimate villain and he would be the ultimate hero, yep. and I thought that would be really cool. There was just a lot of cool stuff going on with it, like, seeing stormtroopers as actual people. Yes, and that was so fucking cool. Yeah. We've always seen them as just this, like, this, like, I don't know, like, scary army yeah. of people that look fucking awesome, but, like, who even are they? But they're they just, like, used as fodder, and they just yeah. die in the yeah. background, and it's inconsequential. Yeah. So it was really cool for them to, you to realize they're people, and to see, like, actual ramifications mm -hmm. of war, and, of course, all of this got kind of, like, amplified in The Last Jedi, which I know is a polarizing movie, but I think it's the best Star Wars movie ever yep. made. 
And they finally brought, like, not just, like, one person of color, but multiple people of color yeah. into a movie with real lines and real characters. Right. Like, so overdue. Yeah. Just there, I mean, so there were good things that came out of these, but sadly, it was, I don't know, it ended pretty horribly. It ended horribly to the point where it almost, like, not just makes the sequel trilogy feel pointless and empty, but it, it if you accept this as the full storyline of all Star Wars characters, it makes all of the movies pointless and terrible. And there's major plot holes in it, yeah. too. Things that just do not make sense. So let's go over the plot. Yes. Opening sequence. We, we're going from memory. <laughs> Opening sequence. Kylo Ren is killing some people. You don't know who they are, but if you research it offline, it's Darth Vader cultist. So he's yes. killing bad guys. Yes. But he's presented still as, like, the ultimate space bad guy in the whole movie, even though he's on a mission to not be a bad guy or something. Then he, like, angrily travels to a secret planet through what looks like a bunch of, like, red blood cells or something. Yes. And then he gets to the planet, and it's a lightning planet, and yes. there's lightning everywhere, and then he goes under a big floating rock, and then, guess who's there? Palpatine! Yes. Is there! Just there. He's like, like what up? What up? I've been here all along. I've just been here. And he goes, hey, so... Uh, turns out that the whole everything that has happened in the first two movies and everything that's going to happen in this movie, I've been the mechanism behind all of that with my evil. Yeah. And then you're like, what the fuck? And from that second, I was like, okay, so I'm not going to like this movie. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> where I was just kind of like, um, alright. So that scene ends with Palpatine literally saying to Kylo, who Ky Kylo's like, fuck you, I'll kill you. Yeah. Um, it ends with Palpatine being like, you don't know everything about Rey. And then we cut to a scene of Poe literally having to deliver the line, somehow Palpatine is back. And then it just gets dumber from there. I don't even know it, if I want to say the plot, because it's too dumb to even say. It just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. So suddenly, Ray, Finn, and Poe are like a trio of besties, and they go on this, like, fetch quest to get some stuff so that they can go through the red blood cells to get to the Palpatine lightning planet, and... Uh, Ray sees some kids, and she's like, wow, kids. <laughs> <laughs> wow, kids. Clearly, like, Kylo and Ray still have a Force connection, but it's gotten stronger. But there's a year time skip, so I fully believe they've been Force talking to each other the whole time. Oh, yeah. I refuse to believe that they haven't been. Yeah, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. They can, like, touch each other through. He takes her necklace. They're in love. Um, they were like force fucking. They were. <laughs> it's canon. Yeah. And then they like Ray like heals a space worm thing, so you're like Ray can heal things. That will clearly come into play later. And then C3PO's like, I'll speak Sith, but not really. So they have to go to another planet. And then. They're like, Poe's not gay. See, Poe has an ex-girlfriend. Oh my As god. Having one ex-girlfriend means you're not gay. I know. There's so many just like, what the fuck it's, things in it. It's the whole movie is like actively retconning The Last Jedi. And you can just feel in the screenplay that they're like, 
you fans thought this, but here's why you were wrong. And then, um, somehow they have to use a knife to go to the Death Star. Oh my god, don't even get me started. Oh, and it just so happens to be here, and if you hold it at this, it, oh, look, it works. Like, yeah, like, okay, so then Kylo Ren is like, ha-ha, I'm also on the Death Star. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> to death. But then you find out that he's not dead. One and they second just traumatize you. They're like, here, let me, like, just, you know, shit on your heart. Just kidding! Yeah, like, Daisy Ridley has this great delivery where she's like, Chewie! And, like, it's so sad because she, like, killed him. And you're like, oh, fuck! Like, Ray is going to go down a horrible path after this has happened. It's going to be interesting. Maybe the movie's going to turn around and it's all going to be fine. Just kidding. Chewie is alive one scene later. Yeah. Not that I wanted Chewie to be no. dead, but they did, even the impact of him being alive was nothing. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. I'm glad he's fine. As soon as I saw that moment where, like, I thought that he was dead, I was about to walk out of the theater because I was like, this is what they're doing. They're literally just going to go back and kill us for the last episode. Yeah. Like, they're just going to destroy everything that we care about. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they're stomping on you. Kylo Ren and Rey are then fighting on the Death Star and Rey sees herself as, like, a dark Rey, but only for, like, one second to where even that is not satisfying in any way. It's not really explored. And then Kylo is like, ha, I broke the... <laughs> thing that you need and and the whole time Kylo is like we'll rule together we'll kill Palpatine together like he's not evil or doing anything evil they don't necessarily see eye to eye but it's not like they're that different he just he's like let's do this together yeah like I'm sorry but that doesn't really sound evil no and he never is like attacking her like she's aggressive towards him and then they're having a big fight and they do flips now like fucking prequel trilogies flipping even though there's no flipping in the first two movies so they're like flipping through these waves and then uh, Ray just kills Kylo Ren while he's not looking like yeah. in a really shitty way because Leia's like Ben and, and Kylo's like, what? And then Ray's like, die! Yeah. And she kills him with his own lightsaber. And then she heals him. With the force. With the force, like the worm. And then he doesn't have his scar anymore. And the best slash only good scene in the movie happens. Ky Kylo, who is now resurrected as Ben Solo, um, sees a vision that's really only a memory of his dad, Han. And it's like basically almost like shot for shot a recreation of the scene in the force awakens where kylo kills han and he gets to make a different choice then yep. um and adam driver fucking kills it and delivers yes. all the line perfectly and then his last word in the movie is dad and the way he says it like breaks your heart into millions of pieces uh it's so sad it's so sad and then he throws his lightsaber in the water and then, um, then Ray steals, has stolen his ship, goes to Luke, and Luke is like, remember how I was in the last movie? I'm not like that anymore. I'm different Luke now, and he's a ghost Luke, and, <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, I know you're a Palpatine, no big deal. What? Oh, yeah, Ray finds out she's a Palpatine. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, because, you know, he sexually reproduces. Yes! Palpatine that fucks. 
Right. <sighs> Basically, finally, we get to the point where Ray is going to face Palpatine, and he's like, I'll just go into you, even though before he wanted Kylo to kill yeah, her. Yeah, this is like the biggest plot hole in the whole fucking movie. It doesn't... He tells Kylo that he has to kill Rey. Mm -hmm. Like, that's his fucking mission. Mm -hmm. But then you find out when Rey faces Palpatine that she's just supposed to kill him. Yeah. So, so then why did he ever... To her? Yeah. So then why did he ever say that to Kylo Ren? Oh, wait. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No. They just, like, changed their mind every one second about what the movie was. And I know they kept rewriting it and changing everything after it was already shot. So it makes no sense. Um, so then Ray is like, yeah, instead of killing all my friends, why don't you become me so you can have even more power? She's just like, yeah, we'll do that. Cool. Sure. Adam Driver, who's a great actor, has zero lines for the rest of the movie. Nope. There's an hour left of the movie. He's like, dad. And then there's a whole hour left and he never talks again as redeemed Ben Solo. Yep. Which is like this version of him that we've been waiting to see since we first see him say the light is calling to him in The Force Awakens. Yeah, it's his authentic self. It's like him connected to his heart and not just like acting out of He's, fear and his ego. Yeah. And what do we get to see him for? What do we get to see him do? A whole like what, two seconds of shit? Yeah, he's there for about like two seconds. He um like kills all the Knights of Ren who are just there being edgelords and um they never talk or do anything of consequence. Completely pointless. He kills them all, then Ray like force passes him a lightsaber. And then um, it's fully established that they're total soulmates and a connection like theirs hasn't been seen in, like, centuries or something. And yeah. Palpatine's like, wow, this is the most powerful thing. I'll use that to heal myself. So then he, like, heals himself, doesn't need Rey anymore, throws Ben Solo down a pit while Rey is laying on the ground. So, like, they don't even fight together. Nope. The scene in The Last Jedi where they fight together in the throne room is coolest scene beautiful, amazing choreography, like, visuals, awesome. This is just, like, a super blue lightning, they don't fight, and then Palpatine is, like, the last Skywalker shall fall, and he throws Ben Solo, who had just established as the last Skywalker yes. in the movie called The Rise of Skywalker, throws him down a pit. Then Rey, like, has two lightsabers, and then she, like, is, like, Double lightsabers, and that's how she kills Palpatine somehow. Mm -hmm. It looks like a Harry Potter thing. <laughs> somehow his force lightning turns him into ashes. And then she dies for no reason. Why does she die? Why is she dead? Why would that kill her? Does that make sense? I, I don't think so. No, it doesn't make sense. No. So then... Ben Solo comes back, and then he somehow can force heal her, but yeah. he picked that up. He force heals her. So then she's she comes back to life. They stare at each other, and finally, the thing that we've waited for through all of the movies, they finally fucking have their moment where they're both on the same page, yep. and they're both fucking ready for it, yep. and they kiss. And it's amazing. And the theater, when I saw it, which is the day it came out, the theater erupted. Yeah. With people screaming because they were so happy. And then he dies. He just fucking dies. But he just literally falls down and then disappears. And she has no reaction to it. She just is like, she's just like, next scene. Oh, you've 
finally redeemed yourself and now could be on a great path of recovery and being a good person and living with love. Nope, you're dead. After smiling for the first, we never see his nope. character smile. He smiles for the first time and then dies. Yeah, he's like experiencing true happiness. For the first time. And then he dies. And then he dies. And now he's dead. It's like it's not even affecting anyone. And it's not yeah. even mentioned. The movie just rolls on. They give her her shitty ending. And the her ending is so shitty. It's like just rushed and devoid of emotion. Yeah. And the whole, she, it just is fucking stupid. It's so stupid. She goes to Tatooine, a place Leia hated, Luke hated, Anakin <laughs> hated, buries Anakin's. And Leia's got us uh, lightsabers in the sand. Yes. And then she's alone on a sand planet, which hmm, is exactly where she started. Yep. So her arc is a circle. And no, and there's no grieving. No. A fucking Kylo Ren. No. Or Leia, who also dies. Yeah. Luke and Leia are just ghosts on the side, and they're like, hey, everything's so happy. Leia's son died. Yeah. Luke's nephew died. It's kind of Luke and Leia's fault. And they're just like, Ray! Hey, you know the guy that you've been in love with for years that you finally just had your first moment with and then he dropped dead? Who fucking cares? <laughs> just smile at him! And then the lady's like, what's your name? And she's like, Ray. And then the lady's like, Ray what? Like, why is that lady such a bitch? <laughs> and she's like, Ray Skywalker. Cut to credits. And it makes no fucking sense with everything that they were building up through all of the movies leading up to this. None. It literally feels like a giant April Fool's joke played on millions of people. Oh, you don't have to be in, like, one little, like, category to be someone. Like, you don't have to have, like, a famous bloodline or all these different things. Oh, you're an orphan and you've, like, found your way and you're powerful and you don't quite fit in with everyone. Just kidding. You now have to put yourself in a category. You owe all your power to your grandfather. And then not even that. It's like she doesn't even choose what she actually is. She just assigns herself yes. this, like, different meaning as if she couldn't just be a standalone identity and strong enough without it. No. The whole no, no, no. It's so bad. It's garbage. There are so many reasons why this movie is, like, insulting, but I think there's a lot of reasons as to why, like, I went into a true depression, and I know lots of people who, like, truly became depressed after... I was. Excuse me, seeing this movie. Ray is an orphan, but she can remember her parents leaving, so she has trauma. Yes. Um, she remembers her parents leaving. She's been alone on a really shitty planet, like, struggling to survive for her whole life. And she's not moving on. She's very much stuck in the past. And she's waiting for her parents to come back. Yeah. And like, she's just waiting. She's in this, like, deluded state of living. Yeah. So that's Ray. Over here. Oh, and Ray is totally impoverished and has nothing, okay? Kylo Ren is a literal prince, so he's actually, like, a privileged person who's surrounded, like, he could have anything he wants in the whole galaxy, so he's kind of, like, opposite to her just even in that level, like, he's a wealthy person with a famous family yeah. and all this stuff, um, and even though he's not associated with his famous family anymore, he's part of, um, the First Order and the Sith and is, like, high-ranking and well-respected yep. and all of that, too. Um, but 
he has trauma because like his mom found out he was being tempted by the dark side from the time he was a fetus in her womb and was like, I can't deal with that. I can't train him. Just pawned him off to his uncle, Luke Skywalker. Um, his parents are Han Solo and Leia, who were like two, the two other most famous characters besides Luke. Luke is training him, then like sees him turning dark and almost kills him in his sleep and he wakes up to that. And then from then on, he's cut off from his family and is just being groomed and brainwashed by Snoke, who's an evil Sith monster. Yeah. So did trauma, he, trauma. Did he really have a chance to not become evil? Not really. Look at no. the fucking circumstances. Yeah, he was a kid. Like, he, ever since he was a kid, he's been groomed and abused and told lies. Yeah. And he was neglected by his distracted parents and uncle who were trying to deal with the war. And then the only person who, like, actually spent a ton of time with him, Luke, like, betrayed him. Yeah. It's really hard to just, like look at him and be like, oh, he's just a psychopath and stuff like that. He literally has trauma. Not that that really excuses anything. Right. But he has trauma and PTSD, abandonment. Of course, he's going to gravitate towards something that makes him feel better and powerful and like he belongs. Right. And it's a fantasy space story. Yes. So it's obviously this like huge, crazy fantasy backdrop that we can use to put people in it that are relatable, even though they're in extreme situations and they're all doing extreme things. Yes. So, um, what I loved is that, like, there's an instant connection between them. Yes. And there's instant, like, opposite dynamics, but they're also so similar and they can relate to each other. And one of my favorite moments of The Last Jedi is when they tell each other that they're not alone. And it's, like, the first time in their lives they haven't felt alone and it's when they're sharing this force bond. Yep. Which we find out horribly in... The Rise of Skywalker is, like, this incredibly rare thing that's happening because they're soulmates. Yeah. Like, their souls were, like, already destined to have, like, a path together. Yeah. And they were meant to play the role that they do in these movies, which is to be mirrors to one another and show the other person what they're hiding from and, like, who they actually are. But these truths are too strong for both of them to deal with and that's why you see the push pull the lashing like chasing running all this stuff mm -hmm. because they essentially represent the other side of them or their shadow yep. that they're not dealing with whether it's the good in them or the darkness in them yep. and that's why they have such a conflicted relationship and i think that's why their relationship is so like touching to a lot of people because I personally like see myself in both of them and too. their dynamic together is really relatable to mm -hmm. me it's not like I just like one character or the other like I really cherish both of those characters and their dynamic just means a lot to me yeah me too and I, I can relate to their struggle and I can relate to having a relationship with that level of intensity yeah. and I don't like in the spiritual world, like, their type of relationship is called being uh, twin flames or fire twins. Um, there's a bunch of different names for it. But it's basically supposed to be, like, a, like a soul that was, like, split in half and into two different people. Mm -hmm. And they have an immediate understanding of one another. But the intensity of the understanding of the other one is too much for them to handle, which is why they always come together and go apart, come together and go apart, because it's just too much truth for each person mm -hmm. to bear, because they're acting as mirrors to one another. Yeah. 
And so there's a lot of arguments on are fire twins and twin flames not soulmates? That could be a completely different concept. They don't have to be romantically involved. But in this case, they clearly were romantically right. attracted to each other. But it was never going to work until they both faced all of their inner fucking demons or whatever. Right. And just were at an acceptance level. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love their relationship. Yeah. Because it's about their individual struggle and their struggle as like a couple or having their weird right. bond. Right. Yeah. It's so entwined and they come from like totally different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. But it's really about like isolation and having it be in the backdrop of space which is like one of the most isolating things I can imagine yep. just kind of helps that to be intensified and having um you know the force as this magical thing to truly like tie them together literally in yep. the universe like that is such a like powerful fantasy yeah. and I think like we're both obsessed with fantasy worlds Absolutely. <laughs> and have always been yep. and I just I, I just love this story and I'm so sad and crushed by kind of what was done I, in, the, in the, what was done I think was to retcon a movie that they didn't like the plot of I think it was done because it was written from a misogynistic perspective and it was so influenced by the male fans of star wars right. who literally right. raised hell until they actually changed what was supposed to happen right. in the movie I, it's very clear like the the beginnings of a different story are there in the concept art you can see a different direction that it was supposed to go and there's plot holes too there's so many plot holes and it's so sad that this awful tiny percentage of fans who were very loud on the internet as men usually successfully are. changed the movie and that just lets you know like how much power misogynists still have that mm -hmm. they can literally change something like a huge movie like that by just complaining about what women in the movie were doing right and what women as fans liked about the movies yeah. too like so it's been pointed out by a lot of people online that you can tell how misogynistic the reaction to The Last Jedi was and then how misogynistic the writing of The Rise of Skywalker is because if you reverse the roles and Kylo is a woman and Rey is a man, that she wouldn't have died at the end. The no. guy hero would get the girl at the yep, end. always. Every time. He wouldn't have gotten the girl and then she just disappears and turns into not even no. a horse ghost and just goes away forever. Yeah, it's it's totally because uh, their genders were switched. And yeah. she's like supposed to be the hero in this and they couldn't give the fucking happy ending to them and enough men talk shit on Kylo Ren as a character, enough men talk shit on Rey. Like, there was so much shit talking that right. happened through this series, they literally influenced the writing of this. So look at look at it like, okay, Rey, like, male hero would get the girl. Woman hero has to be, like, a virgin, right? She's, she's back to wearing all white again. Yep. She's very childlike in the last scenes. I mean, we're not the first people to point that out, but, no. like, it is gross, and it felt gross watching the movie. And she doesn't get to be with her partner. No, and she just has to be completely stoic. Yes, like, and like she, even in the in when they your her first scene, like she's sitting like a monk with all the floating rocks, which in the Last Jedi, 
like Luke was literally saying like the force is not just lifting rocks, you know, and they had already kind of resolved that joke by her saving the day by lifting rocks in the end of The Last Jedi, and then they cut straight to her like just stoically lifting rocks like a monk. Like, the, I was so excited for them to change what the Jedi Order is because yes. as shitty as the prequels are, you see all the flaws of the Jedi Order. The, the original trilogy is the aftermath of the Jedi Order being very flawed. And then for the Rise of Skywalker to just be like, yeah, we're going back to that Jedi Order. No! Like, it's a circle. That means no one grows and nothing changes. <laughs> and I still feel like they never fully developed her as a character. Like They didn't. They like, started to. She she started to really develop. Her character is at its best in, in The Last Jedi because she is seen to be emotional, but yes. she seems to still be strong. She makes her own decisions, even though she has mentors in the movie. She doesn't necessarily just do what they say. She's a badass. Yeah. She's awesome. The only, I feel like, interesting thing that we see from her in the last movie is her giving into the darkness inside of her and showing her rage. But think about how much more emotional depth we saw in Kylo Ren. How much more we felt of his struggle. How much more they just developed him as a person. With her, it's like she had, like, three emotions. Yeah. And she wasn't even a fully developed person. No. So how can you even feel attached to her right. when they're not even making her a real person that could be relatable? Right. And that's because of bad writing. Really bad writing. Yeah. And they don't know how to write women. And, not to mention, another important female character from The Last Jedi, written out. Yeah. Rose and Tito. you know why they did it? Because of the men bitching about her. Exactly. Because men didn't like her. They didn't like how she was in the story. And instead of being like, okay, maybe we could see some of that criticism and change the direction of her character, but still make her important. No. No. And they went as far as harassing the um, actress that plays her until she, like, got off the internet. Yeah, Kelly Marie Tran completely got off of social media because of the cyberbullying from... From male Star Wars fans because something didn't go the way they wanted when? in a man's world. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know. I know. Oh, man, movies have been catering to me and my vision my entire fucking life. I don't like something. I'm going to harass this woman. And then... Fucking trash. Ray Lowe, Ray and, and Kylo Ren being together, or Ray and Ben being together is established as canon. And then it, there's still so much hate for people who um, want them to be together online, even though it's canon. Yep. Because... What is wrong with women getting to see something that they want to see on screen? And it's not like it's even all women or only women or cisgender women only it's who like that shit. Men are literally so used to all movies being written, directed, and everything by men and for men with male fantasy intact, with what yep. men want to see over and over yep. and over and over, that the second that something doesn't fall into that like pattern, they're outraged because yep. they feel like something is wrong when really it's just not that the, the world is just not sucking their dick through everything like <laughs> it's true yeah, i'm serious it's fucking ridiculous like look at the way that the majority of movies and tv shows and scripts for characters are written it's the same themes over and over yep. of a guy and his inner struggle and oh he's just so appealing and he gets the girl and women desire him and and the women all like have basically no personality or, or like sexually desired personalities by yep. men. Everything is so interchangeable. God forbid it go with a different fucking pattern that right. women might like. Right. Oh, 
Oh, it's, it sucks when everything's not about me as a man under patriarchy. <laughs> so then it's like they halfway give that they halfway do it, and then they just take it away. Of course Which they do. feels awful. It's like, you get to see something that was clearly intended from movie one, finally coming to its, like, culmination at the end, and then they're just like, but we know those asshole people who complained so loudly won't like it, so we'll make sure he dies. Because he was emo, says the guys that are fucking punching holes in drywall. Yep. I'm so mad. I know. I'm well, so We're gonna mad be mad too. forever. I will be mad forever. I really hate that this is the way that the sequel trilogy ended. And there's so many things. I mean, so many plot holes. But also, let's talk about Palpatine being alive. Palpatine being alive is awful in every way. Because... Rey, owing her immense power to her lineage, that's fucking annoying. So we already have that. I'm so sick Kylo of that Ren. story. Yeah, it's boring. It's, it's the same before. fucking story. And it, that's Kylo's story. Like, I know. Kylo already has a force-powerful family. That's Rey didn't have to have the exact same story. And are you telling me that then in this giant fucking galaxy, everything is about Palpatines versus Skywalkers? No. 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 It's so dumb. Also, let's talk about our friends Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker. They sacrificed so much. Anakin fucking died to get rid of Palpatine. And then he's just back? Because Poe said he's back? I'm here! Hey! You died for nothing! He's just back. Oh, and Snoke? He's been Snoke the whole time. He's been the voice of Darth Vader the whole time in Ben's head. Like, okay, that's so annoying just in and of itself that Kylo Ren has been listening to his grandfather talk to him through the forest the whole time and it was just Palpatine. That's so fucking boring. It really that's is. That's so boring. Like, do better. This is like just skimming the surface. The movie is just full of problems. Oh, we've probably sent, what, hundreds of texts back and forth. Like, and another thing, because the more you think about the movie, the less sense it makes. And there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people talking about yes. this. Yes. Like, everywhere. I can't get off Star Wars this. Twitter because it's so fucking funny, yep. but also, like, I need to be commiserating because it also feels so bad. <laughs> well, I like some of the fan art that's come out there's from it. There's really like, good made fan me art. feel delusional and like it didn't end that way there's really good fan art and there's some really good fan fictions of people fixing it and fixing. having it end differently yep um so maybe there's a whole collection of like fix it fit fix and um fan art and stuff that we could put a link to if you also feel horrible like we do yes um yeah i hate that i think just take palpatine away and the whole movie gets like a thousand times better right away and don't kill and don't kill ben solo ben solo forever oh we haven't talked about redemption and death yeah okay so this is a huge trope there there was a really great chance for the movie to make some really powerful statements about redemption that would have been really relevant for 2019, 2020 going forward, yep. stuff like that. So, obviously we have seen in the previous movies that Kylo Ren has killed a lot of people and done a lot of horrible things. So, 
right now in our current society that is not Star Wars, we right. have a big emphasis on calling out people that have done horrible things for trying to enforce accountability, but now it's gone into a very interesting direction with cancel like, culture. Cancel culture, which means zero forgiveness. Yeah, like if you've ever done something wrong, it doesn't fucking matter. It's also like discouraging empathy and trying yeah. to understand other people. It's gross. It's really gross, and this is not to say we're not talking about cases like Me Too and like people that have done things like that. We're talking about generally speaking cancel right. culture. Yeah. So we have already experienced cancel culture as a society, which I do think was a necessary evil in the whole process of yeah. this. Like holding people accountable for their behavior, especially men, because they've never been held accountable. Right. This is necessary. Right. But we now need to move into the next chapter as humans, which is opening the door for change and redemption and recovery. Yeah. Because without these things in place, we're not going to get better. We're not giving people who've made mistakes an ability to be better. We're basically saying if you've... Basically, like, almost like a weird Christian. Yeah. Up, like, oh, you've sinned? You're in hell. Yeah. And, I mean, look at look at the United States. Like, we have a mass incarceration problem for yep. a reason. Yes. Because we don't try to put any kind of system for reform in place. We absolutely don't. We don't believe don't. in it as a society. We absolutely don't. So, like, people that could, you know, be in jail or prison for, I don't know, drug crimes. Um, I read an article saying the average inmate, if they spend zero money, they can walk out in a year making $800 in prison. They are then handed $200 and just saying, find some work, good luck. Yep. How... Someone with that background, with a thousand dollars maximum to their name, who's not going to be able to then get a normal job because of what they've been incarcerated for, how are they not supposed to go back to doing the bad behavior that they exactly. put them in there? Oh wait, we literally count on that happening. Yeah. So we have a lot of these really like inappropriate like dynamics in our current society that are also mirrored in this movie. Yes. And so I think that's why it hits such a nerve and feels so bad. Yeah, because yes, he did bad things. And he's also a victim of abuse and abandonment and all these different right. things that are very relatable to many of us and why we all make shitty fucking decisions. Right, exactly. And when you're someone who is a victim and has made shitty decisions because of it, you know what it's like to fucking hate yourself and to feel so alone. Mm-hmm. You know what it's like to be Kylo Ren. Yeah, like, a lot of, like, what people don't talk about is what is reactionary abuse, which is someone who has been abused or, you know, whatever, and they respond in a way where they are then abusive. It's an abuse cycle. Yes. We've all heard the, uh... The phrase hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Because it's very true. It's, so true. it's a cycle of abuse. You get abused, you abuse someone else. So to have this very like saint or sinner outlook on people is really fucking stupid and it shows how like not accountable other people are. Right. You have been the villain to someone before, probably multiple people. Right. So we have this amazing opportunity where they could have had Kylo Ren redeem himself, become a good person. And it could have just been a major shifting point in a spotlight on how people can change yep. and recovery is possible yep. and we need to start emphasizing these things if we want to come together and right. move on. And not just that recovery is possible, but that forgiveness is possible yes. too. You know, like he obviously hurt Leia, but he was still Leia's son. Like, 
I, there, there's so many, there was so much opportunity to, to communicate forgiveness, to communicate learning from your past and learning from your own mistakes and to communicate like a different version of Star Wars because the original trilogy was very much the tale of good versus evil. Black and white. Everything Black and good white, versus light bad. and dark. There's no like middle ground. Right. Which is what Kylo Ren was. He was the middle ground. Right, exactly. He really, really was the gray area and they could have developed that so much more. Yes. And they could have made so many major statements with it, but honestly when I the more I think about it, I don't think our current society is ready to hear this story. I don't think they're ready to accept that people can change, recovery is possible, and that we need to look for things like redemption for people. Yeah. I don't think the world is ready for it. I mean, that could be the point of view of Disney, who's trying to, like, appeal to the masses. Like, I don't fucking know what they were thinking, though, because Kylo Ren is very clearly their most popular character, and, and so many people are hurt by this movie, and yep. this movie is, is underperforming compared to all the other Star Wars yep. movies that have come out in this new franchise. Um, like it's making the least money out of all of the sequel trilogy mm -hmm. for a reason because it's not a good movie. Also, fucking Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams are not good writers. Sure aren't. It's hard to see a skillful writer have done something really cool and really different. When I left the theater after seeing The Last Jedi, I was like, that is not what I expected. I didn't expect to feel this range of feelings from a Star Wars movie. No, I've always loved Star Wars, but it's always very much been like, that was a fun space adventure. Yeah, this <laughs> one, oh, like, okay, my reaction when I watched him die, I actually didn't believe that he was dead. So like, I saw it with uh -uh. my friend, and I turned to him, and I was like, hey, is he, like, dead? <laughs> And he was like, yeah, he just disappeared. <laughs> and I was like, it's a joke. No, and I was like, yeah, but like, he's not like really dead, is he? And he's like, yeah, he's dead. And I was like, no, he's not. They wouldn't. What? Yeah. And then I didn't even say anything for the whole rest of the movie because that's when the movie ended for me. Also, it just, it lifts you up on such a high. And then they They're fucking kissing. punch you. It's a good kiss. And then they just, yeah, they drop you to your death down the pit just like Palpatine did to Ben Solo. I felt sick. Yeah? I literally felt sick. And I left the theater and I couldn't stop being upset about it. And then I like, like drove home and cried. And I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like, why am I having this reaction? And then it continued on for days and days and days. And then we literally didn't talk about anything else besides this. Yeah. Um, and I saw it sitting next to Ash and he's like, I could feel you being so miserable. Yeah. Like, I think that it was just, it felt like such a slap in the face because... I was so ready to see his story of redemption. Because that's the story they were telling the whole time. I like, I just don't understand how it just veered off. Like, I feel like we went into an alternate universe timeline that has the bad version of the movie, and this movie isn't even the conclusion to the first two movies that we saw. It's not. No. I just, I don't even accept this as the ending to the story. Like, I'm just like, no, that's not what happens. Like... That's not what happens. I'll just imagine one million different things that could have happened instead, and I'll take those. I've literally just looked at, like, the fan fiction photos and just telling myself that, like, they actually are together. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Seriously! Because why can't they have a fucking happy ending? 
They can just have a happy ending. It's Star Wars. It's supposed to have a happy ending. Can you imagine being a child and seeing... Like, I loved Star Wars from being a very young child. Uh, like, yeah, six kindergarten. Old, yeah. yeah. And I would not have... I would have been devastated. Yeah. Oh, it was already hard when Darth Vader died, but at least, like, Darth Vader is older. Darth Vader... He had a whole life. And Anakin it did fucking suck. Like, he's barely redeemable. Yeah. He, <laughs> he murdered a bunch of kids. You know, like, Kylo didn't do that. He didn't. It's just really sad. And at first I was like, I'm having, like, a fangirl type of overreaction because they killed my favorite character that I'm, like, obsessed with. But then I was like, no, this is about something so much deeper. Yes. Because I realized it was like, I literally couldn't think about anything else. Yeah. And I haven't been, like, you know, I haven't been a teenager obsessed with something like that in a really long time. And I was like, no. It's about how he didn't even have a chance. Yes. That's so sad. Like, why would they tell that story? And I don't, there's so much speculation and there's people, like, trying to tear apart, like, every single frame to try to understand, like, how this happened and yep. what went wrong. And there's all these rumors that, like, different endings have been shot. And, yep. and so many people are hopeful that maybe we'll get to at least see a different version of it. Um, and I think it's crazy that there's so many people online who are just, like, desperate to find, like, an answer for why this could have happened. Like, that's how you feel when, like, someone close to you gets murdered, you know, you're like, I just want to understand, yeah. like, why I want to understand. what we're collectively experiencing is actual grief. Yes. From the movie. Yes. Like, it's actual, like, true grief. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about it, it makes sense because, I mean, we have essentially had Star Wars, like, since we were born, you know? Yeah. It's been that long. Yeah. And it's older than us. It's, like, 42 years old. It's just... And how can, how did, first of all, how did you not map out this, like, the movies that you wanted to write? Like, how were they not, like, here's the overall plot, and we'll fill in the little gaps, but we know that this is the story we're going to tell, and we will make three movies out of it. They didn't do that. No. And it just, like, spectacularly falls apart in the, in the last one. And it's so sad to see a character who you feel like is you yeah. just die. It wasn't just like, you know, I love Kylo Ren as like a male character. It's that I really relate to him yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it just, God, it was just so abrupt. And it, it truly felt like watching him fall down and disappear, I... Like, I truly was like, I don't, I cannot understand what I'm looking at. Like, I, I literally wanted to deny, I literally was like, he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I still feel like something has to, like, something different has to happen or we have to find out, like, here's the horrible reason this choice was made and, like, well, we I mean, take, and I keep expecting them to be like, we take it back. We're going to release a different version yeah, of the Yeah, I know. Movie. I, I keep waiting for them to be like, you know, different endings or deleted scenes. I think we've even said that. Like, do you think that they could just, like, announce that they changed it? Well, it's interesting because a lot of things that I've read suggest that the reason why Ray didn't have um, a reaction to him dying is because that they actually went back and filmed the ending that we saw, which is where right. he dies, and the kiss and, like, all that stuff 
uh, but that wasn't like supposed to happen, which is why there's no actual like make sense reaction right. from her. In right. It. I think that's hard too. Is that the his death isn't dealt with in the film, so we don't even get to go through it with Ray. So we just have to literally like shoulder it ourselves as the audience. Yeah, because no one else is dealing with it. Right. And and that makes me so upset too because like he did redeem himself and he came back to save Ray and it I mean it was he did it all for her. Like he loved her. I know. And then no one will ever know. Like Leia doesn't know that that happened. Like Ray doesn't tell anyone that that happened. I know. Like, he just dies alone I mean he's with her so I guess that's the only good thing but like he dies forgotten well the only other thing I can tell myself is that since um he like brought her back that maybe he went into her yeah but people are like oh and then she's gonna be pregnant with him as a baby like no I was just thinking like he like lives in her until like he goes somewhere else yeah People think she's going to somehow bring him back in, like, a comic book or a book. But I'm like, it sucks that we won't get to see that as a movie with, like, the actors. With Adam Driver. With freaking Adam Driver. Even still, like, talking about it now, you feel so much emptiness and sadness just talking about it. I literally it. hate talking about it, but I can't stop talking about I it. I know. I can't. I constantly think about it. I haven't had something like this on my mind so consistently, like, I since high school but then I, I'm part of me is like I just want to watch it over and over again and like pretend a different ending's gonna happen that's yeah that's denial I know <laughs> I know yeah I know it's I I can't believe too like I just like being on Star Wars Twitter like I've just seen so many other people who are in like this level of grief over it and I'm like it's a fucking movie like I we should not feel this affected but it's clear, well, we don't have reactions like this when it's just about a movie. It's about when it's, you know, relatable to something that we've personally experienced. So, yeah. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker is the worst film of all time. <laughs> don't see it unless you want to die. Or if you have no attachment to Star Wars, then maybe it's fine to you, but... There's, like, individual parts that I was like... Yeah, there are parts that fun. were fucking cool in it. But that's because it's Star Wars with a billion dollar budget. Yeah. And they weren't strung together well at all. No. The character, like, the dialogue is just the characters explaining the plot because the plot doesn't make sense. They're just like, here's what we're doing now. Oh, hey, audience. Remember us? Here's what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. Like, they just tell you what's going on in the movie. Okay, here's another thing that's so sad, like... We get to see Ben Solo as a character, finally, and it's all just done through Adam Driver's body language. Like, he looks... Like, the way he moves is, like, very, like, Han Solo. Yep. You can tell There's, like, shot for shot, person. like, certain things that he does. It's, like, mirroring it. Yeah. And then he just... He just goes. Like, we, get, we only get to spend such a small amount of time with him. And he's the character we've been waiting for for years. And then he's just gone. Ah, it's awful. It feels so bad. It doesn't, I don't feel any better than when I first saw it. Either. I don't either, but I also like, you know, we've talked, you've seen it more than once. Yeah, I, I have it once. because I don't feel like I can see it again. Yeah. I just can't. I've gone on YouTube and watched the ending a couple more times to cry. Not sure why. I felt like I had to see it more than once to like distance myself from it if that weirdly like makes to desensitize sense. yourself kind of yeah yeah 
because otherwise I was like, I'm just going to obsess about it over and over and over again. But it didn't really help to see it again. I thought it would, but it didn't. Yeah, I won't. I just don't, I don't want to go through that. I don't think I'll ever watch it again now. And that sucks too because I like The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and it's like, watching those sucks now too. I know. It changed my perspective of those movies. They're so sad now. Like, I just want to cry the whole time. Yeah, because you know what it's leading up to. Yeah. Like, all the little moments that, like, give you the spark of hope of what's going to happen for both of them. Like, Rey, you know, creating herself and, like, coming into her own and and Ben or Kylo, like, (laughs) realizing that he doesn't just have to give in to the darkness because he felt abandoned as a child. Like, you're like, oh, none of that's going to happen. Cool. Cool. So now we'll just sob until because I, I the more I talk about it, the more I'm just gonna cry. <laughs> well, I'm just looking forward to Dragon Con this year because I know I'm gonna be surrounded by tons of people cosplaying as Kylo Ren. So I'm just gonna pretend that he's alive. Yeah. There's gonna be literally like if not thousands. Yeah. Kylo Rens at Dragon That's Con. That's what this I did year. when I was in Disney World. Also, apparently, my fiance has a Kylo Ren costume somewhere in our house, and I we just like tore the house apart looking for it. Yes. We can't find it. <laughs> this is our episode. That's our episode. We are going to sincerely try to move on from our Star Wars depression so that we can go forward with the show. Yeah. We actually have quite a few topics lined up for this year. They're Mm -hmm. pretty loaded, heavy shit. Yeah. We um, didn't want to launch right into a really heavy episode knowing that our last episode on Attachment Theory was also pretty heavy. Attachment Theory is dark. It's dark. Um, but we have several topics lined up that we're really excited to make episodes on. A couple of them I've been waiting to make an episode on for, like, a year. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty excited. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, if you like Star Wars, I hope that you enjoyed this. If you didn't, this was probably really hard to listen to. (laughs) Um. Just us being mad and sad. But please like the video, subscribe to our channel. We are literally, by the time this comes out, we'll, I think we're monetized. I think so, yeah. Um, so thank you for that. Follow us on Instagram, Spotify, like, we're everywhere. Yes. Um, it really actually makes a big difference if you do those things. Yeah. And... I guess comment below and let us know what your thoughts and feelings were. Yeah, point this. out your favorite plot holes from the movie. Yes, tell us how much you wanted to die watching the movie, yeah. too. Please commiserate with us because um, we need it Yes, forever. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Because he was emo.